Welcome to a new episode of Keeping Your Sanity While Single Parenting Podcast, where we inspire, encourage, and empower single parents to walk in their purpose. Come on in. I have on the line Shy Towns Only. I love Tanya James in the house today. Yes, guys. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. I am glad to be here um, on today, especially with everything that's going on in the world today. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And I know you're from Chi-Town. And I probably couldn't say this before a couple of days ago, but, you know, we did have a winter blast in Houston <laughs> that we're getting <laughs> over. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, I think a little of that shy time, you know, trickled on down to the southern state. You know, you know, you know, it was a little strange. You know, I'm not used to Houston uh, giving this type of weather. Needless to say, it still doesn't amount to Chicago weather and snow. Um, But um but I'm just glad that, you know, that everybody's okay, you know, of my family and friends and, and that we're safe. I know that Houston is not, um, they weren't prepared for this because it's mm. not something that usually happens. Mm. So people are trying to come for us. Chicago was like, see, y'all moved to Houston. But needless to say, God is still good. He's <laughs> still good in the midst of it. Yeah, yeah. We, we have it, but, you know, without the wind, but we definitely had a cold blast here and just wishing everybody the best. Um, Absolutely. As we come out of it. So I'm so glad to have you on and that you are sharing um, this time um, with myself and my listeners. Um, yes. I want to know, basically, we know you're from Chi-Town um, and, you know, you, you moved down here now you live in Houston. So what was the biggest difference? What's the biggest difference from Chicago? Because you were in Chicago. Yes, actually, um, I the I will tell you this. The difference is, so I went to school. I went to college. Um, I don't know if I'm skipping ahead of your questions, but I went to college in East Texas. Shout out to Jarvis Christian College. Um, that's my alma mater. Shout out to HBCUs. Um, however, I went down to East Texas. Mm-hmm. which is not even the city <laughs> in Hawkins, Texas. And I kid you not, when I first um, came to campus, I remember feeling like first, I felt like I was in an oven because it was so hot. Um, <laughs> two, the culture was just different. Mm-hmm. Um, being from Chicago and being from the South side of Chicago, um, it's just a different type of culture and atmosphere um, mm-hmm. where in the South, it's it's Southern. It's everybody's trying to cook food. Everybody's saying, yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's so nice and they're speaking to you being from up North. It's like, I don't know you, so I don't trust you. So give me 10 feet back until I get a chance to know you. You mm-hmm. know, it's a little yeah. different. It's a little different type of culture and how um, we, we're, you know, how things are ran. You know, in Chicago, you know, you're taught to pretty much go to school and to, to basically to, to survive. Right. And, you know, it's, it's just a different culture because I was going to school with, with people where they, and who were, who were from Texas, where their parents were like, you know, buying them the cars. It was normal to drive. Well, I'm like, uh, I ain't even got my license yet. Right. Cause I come from a city where we just, you know, we're able to take the buses and it's just mm-hmm. the public transit system and things. And it was just a different culture shock. Um, Cause I was used to fast paced life. And coming to a little old town named Hawkins, Texas, it was a little different. 
<laughs> well, you know what, Hawkins? I've, I've been living in Houston all my life. I've never heard of Hawkins, Texas. You know, yes. It's, those, go ahead. I'm sorry. We have all those little towns that, you know, we never heard of. Absolutely. It's, guys, to let you know, it's between, if you're familiar with um, Longview and Tyler, Texas, it's, it's literally smack dab between Longview and Tyler, Texas. Okay. Or it's, it's, and it's literally between Dallas and Houston. Okay. Okay. And I bet, you know, it was um, such a difference. I went to Chicago only yeah, once. Too, and I still have a, a girlfriend that lives up there. And I just remember, and this has been years ago, I first time getting on a, a train. And I remember the man in the back of me said, no, no, you have to push it a little harder than that to get through, <laughs> you know, through to get on the train. And so it's, it's definitely a different culture. It is. It, yeah. It's different. Of course, people talk about the crime rate and things. You know, it's, it's, it's different in those areas, too. Um, but I just, I love Houston. And I, and I mm-hmm. always, um, friends who ask me about moving to Houston, I always say, you know, I believe that Houston or Texas, period, it's a family state. It's a family-oriented state. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying that Chicago's not, but that's the part that I really like about Houston. But mm-hmm. I would never um, – I love my homes. I still right. have my, my area. Co- I love my hometown. I love the food. Mm-hmm. Some things are just never the same. There's no place like home. Right. And you said the food, yeah. They definitely, I, I remember experiencing great food there. It was awesome. Absolutely. So let's get into it because I know <laughs> you come from a Single parent household. I'm a single, wonderful, wonderful, a single mom. Tell us absolutely with as little as much as you you know want to reveal. Um, what was that absolutely like, um, coming up in a single parent household? Wow. So first of all, uh, to uh, your followers, my mom. If you don't know her yet, it's Keisha speaks. Yes, that's yeah. my mama. Um. Uh, let me stop playing. No, but seriously, that's my mom. Um, growing up in a single parent household. Wow. Um, so um, just to give you guys a little background about me, I am the oldest. I am the eldest child of my mom. I have two siblings, um, two brothers. Uh, one is I'm 31. He's 29, I believe. And uh, my other brother um, is 25. So mm-hmm. I grew up being the oldest child and uh, my mom um, just a little bit about her testimony as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom suffered from depression um, as I was growing up. So one thing, my mom, she worked, you know what I mean? Right. But she would come home um, and had to deal with three kids. And so I remember one day she was like, listen, I go to work every day. I'm going to need you to step it up, sis. I'm going to need you to wash, clean, you know? And I was just like, okay. But I remember my mom, uh, one thing about my mom, even though we grew up, a part of our lives mm-hmm. um, on public aid and on mm-hmm. food stamps and things mm-hmm. of that nature, I'll tell you this. Mm-hmm. With all the depression and everything that my mom has been through, we never missed a meal. Mm-hmm. We never missed school. We never, you know, like school books and just things that kids need. Right. Um, even through her struggling, like our, hair, our haircuts was, I mean, even she even cut my brother's hair. She did my hair. Like she just took care of everything. And so just growing, just seeing my mom um, being a teen parent, because um, I'm the oldest, so I watched her in every stage of her life, even up to now. Right. And just watching her uh, persevere with what she knew. Um, with all she had, I'm not saying she was the best parent, but she mm-hmm. did the best she could with what the tools that she had. And like I stated before, even with her being depressed, my mom, you know, um, 
she still made sure things happen. So as the oldest, you know, even though you get a little attitude when you're a teenager and you're younger, like, why I got to wash all the clothes and why I got to, you know, not saying my brothers didn't have responsibility, but I was the oldest. So of course you have more responsibility. Um, but I just looked at my mom like we were surviving, you know, mm-hmm. when I go when I go back in time, we were we were literally surviving. So just growing up in a parent, a single parent household, um, I, I learned how to survive and how to persevere more so than anything. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's amazing that you said that you guys wasn't perfect, but you didn't feel like you missed the beat, you know. Absolutely. And- Think that is so important you know today just to, to normalize the home um and it doesn't matter you know if you're moving or whatever you have to go through I think if you can just normalize the home and stabilize the home as much as possible you know and it, it's all about the atmosphere in the home also you know so absolutely you going things, but you know you can see those that, that, that you're anxious about about your mom, you know, just basically set the atmosphere for you guys. Um, Absolutely. Right. And so even with depression, you know, she was able to, you know, for you to have fond memories. And that's so, so important. And I remember and- never missing anything. I'm sorry to cut you off, Tristan. Mm-hmm. I remember never, um, I remember like, you know, my mom was a single parent. She was doing everything. Of course, she had a community. My grandmother and my aunts and mm-hmm. things. They help. You know, when you know when needed. However, but I just thinking about it, talking to you about it now. I just mm-hmm. think about. I just want to publicly thank my mom because, mm-hmm. the end of the day, she might feel like I wasn't the best mom because I was mm-hmm. depressed. And guys, mental illness is real in a black community. Let's be clear. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're still learning, and we're still um, gaining the resources on how to even deal with that in a single parent you know, household. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I remember going to prom, everything that I wanted to do as a teenager, I was able to do it even with mm-hmm. the limited resources that my mom had because she made it happen. And that's one thing I love about single parents. Say mm-hmm. what you want to say. A mm-hmm. single parent mother, I feel, should be the most well-respected person mm-hmm. on this earth because mm-hmm. they make it happen even mm-hmm. through the trauma and the pain and the abuse. Mm-hmm. they make it happen and my mom made it happen and so I'm sorry I got a little excited y'all <laughs> my God. absolutely and that's something I get excited about you know we're looking at you so we know you know and your siblings that she made it happen and that's so important when I look at single parenthood and I know the rap that they get but I, I look at it and I, I just look at them as an asset and not a liability because uh, I think society looks at them like it's a liability, you know, and I understand Absolutely. it's not the most favorable, but life happens, right? Or life can happen. You can lose a mate and become a single parent, you know. Come on, talk about it. And so, you know, sometimes life happens, and so you're pushed into that role. So they don't run. You're single parents because they don't run. You know, if they ran, then it would be no right. Absolutely. <laughs> parents, and that would be horrible. So just the fact that they didn't run, it's amazing. It's amazing. And um, it I just read a story of a young lady. She was working uh, at this pizza place. I think she was like 19. I just read it yesterday. And then they were talking how she left her two-year-old and 10-year-old, and they were living in a motel. And mm. so the, way the cops found out, she got arrested, you know, but she was going to work oh. each time. Yeah, surviving. 
Yeah. And so, you know, of course, somebody did a GoFundMe page and, you know, just just amazing how God turned things around, you know. Absolutely. It's around. Wow. That's 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 amazing. Just hear you talking about your mom. It's very amazing. And and I just want to say, I know you to be full of energy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. However, you know, I know you can also get real. Because you are a YouTuber, and I saw one of your videos, and you were giving the real. You were so transparent. Can you tell us about that? Yes. Are you speaking in a reference of a certain video, or are you saying the whole channel as a whole? The 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 certain video. You were like, you know, I'm not gonna even. I mean, you just talking. And then I think you were crying on here. Got it. Okay. It's okay to cry video. Um, Mm -hmm. So just to let you guys know, um, I had experienced something that was quite traumatic um, a couple of months ago. And so, uh, but before that even happened, um, Mm -hmm. it seemed like when I turned the big 3-0, I got a little emotional. And guys, let me tell y'all something. My name is Tanya James. And one thing about me, I am not a crier. I don't cry. I don't get emotional. Um, I've probably cried so much in my life since the pandemic started than I've Mm -hmm. cried in my 31 years of life. And Mm -hmm. I have receipts on that. Um, I'm not an emotional person. And so um, I just remember feeling like I was tired of masking Mm -hmm. every single thing that has happened to me. Um, I've just gotten up and I just kept going. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I just kept pushing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's to say that's the most healthiest way to deal with trauma and, and you know, and uh, pain. But that's how I just automatically just started. I'm like, okay, you know what? I got stuff to do. I got to do mm-hmm. this, do this. this. I, can't, I ain't got time to be crying. I got things I need to do. And so I mm-hmm. just remember feeling that day. I didn't even plan that. That was, that was off the rip. I did not plan it. I remember feeling like I just wanted to express to my followers that y'all, it's okay to cry. We don't have to hide anymore. It's like, it's okay. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. what happens is that you begin to suppress that stuff so deep to the point where you explode. Mm -hmm. And now I'm at work crying. I'm like, oh God, what just happened? Because I haven't been dealing with my pain and my Mm -hmm. trauma and it's catching up with me. Mm -hmm. And sometimes things happen that trigger trauma that happened to you 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I just remember feeling like I... Here I am. How am I going to say I'm going to be an influencer, but I'm not mm. transparent with y'all. Mm. So I want to become this YouTube influencer, but I got to, if I'm going to show you my life, I got to give you the raw. And mm. right now your girl is emotional. And so at first I, I almost didn't post that video because I didn't want, because what happens is like, well, I don't people think I'm trying to, I need sympathy and I don't, you know, but I was like, sis, it's okay to cry. And that's all I wanted to, that's, that's the, uh, the message that I wanted to display to mm-hmm. my following, to my the people, the, the I am squad, you mm-hmm. know, to my people who are following me and that are subscribing to the little girls who are mm-hmm. now following me on Instagram and TikTok and, and YouTube who are looking up to me. You know, mm-hmm. I want them to know that, baby, don't hold that in because it would affect you 30 years later. Mm-hmm. And it did. So, mm-hmm. you know, I um one of the reasons I started this YouTube channel was to honestly um, not only just tell my story, but to transform lives. Um, mm. To to because I'm you know one of the things um, 
guys is that I'm in school now, even though I don't know if I'm really really do anything with my degree as far as uh, working at a nine to five, <laughs> but I'm in school now um, receiving my master's degree in clinical mental health counseling. Okay. And um, I'm really big on that because I, you know, like I said, my mom dealt with mental illness, uh, with mm-hmm. depression. And so mm-hmm. I'm really big on that in the community because I feel like our um, culture and the African-American community um, mm-hmm. and the urban community, however you want to put it, I feel like we're not as... Um, we don't have the tools and the resources on how to deal with trauma already, number one, because mm-hmm. of our past history. And number two, we just, we, we feel like it's, it's something wrong with it. Like you can't do it and you should be able to. And other races and ethnicities, they, they don't play with that. Hey, mm. I'm, yeah, I'm on medication for depression. Okay. Yes, I go to therapy every Monday and Friday because I need mm-hmm. to the end of the week and the end of the week. And there's, they're not ashamed. And so mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons why I started my YouTube channel. I'm sorry, I'm rambling, guys. But I started it because mm-hmm. I want people to know that no matter what you've been through, no matter what trials and tribulations have come into your life, it's for a reason, number mm-hmm. one. You know what I mean? And it's okay, and you're going to make it through it. And we have resources for your situation. And I just wanted to show people that here I am, 31 years old, um, and I've launched this YouTube channel. I've, went, I've been through a lot of stuff. I've seen a lot. You know what I mean? But however, look at me now. So if I can do it, you can do it. And it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's 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 okay. No matter how bad mm-hmm. your story is, somebody can hear it or needs to hear mm-hmm. it. And like I just told a friend today, I said, listen, um, I was encouraging her. She wants to do music. And I said, listen, each person has their own audience, right? Mm-hmm. We all have our own people that we're going to touch and, and help. You know what I mean? It's, it's somebody mm-hmm. for everybody. And so you know, that's just one of the reasons why I started my YouTube channel. And so I'm in school for that. And so I kind of want to bring mental Ill- mental illness awareness mm-hmm. to the communities. Um, and I also did it just to, um, just because I have my hand in so many different things. Since Tristan, mm-hmm. you know that yourself. Mm-hmm. I've had my hand in so many different things. Um, I'm very resourceful. And so I just kind of want to share that with people in one of the segments Um on my YouTube channel, one of the things that I do with my content is I want to interview people, interview the mm-hmm. underdogs of the world, upcoming wow. artists, upcoming YouTube influencers, upcoming preachers, upcoming mm-hmm. um, singers, whatever you're doing, where people don't really know you, I want you in my seat mm-hmm. to interview. Because I feel like somebody needs to hear your story. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Somebody mm-hmm. needs something that you have because we all on this earth for a purpose. And I just want to wow. show people that you can fulfill your purpose no matter what. I am an underdog. You don't mm. know me now, but baby, you're going to know me soon. You know? <laughs> snap, 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 snap. So let me start talking. Yeah, I talk. Y'all, I talk too much. I was nervous about this interview, y'all. But y'all, you go, you go here. You got some more questions for me. Hey, let me tell you. It's okay. It is okay. Like you're saying, it's okay. You know, look at God. Because you you didn't answer the, the next three questions I was going to ask. Sorry. <laughs> Bye-bye. That was a spirit. <laughs> <laughs> no, y'all try to stay in the spirit, thanks. Y'all keep praying for me, though. <laughs> stay in the standard zone. Stay in the zone. Listen. That is so important, you saying that. It's okay. You know, I think our community is getting better. Absolutely, I agree. Because, yeah, but we so behind in it. Come on. You know, big gap, like, in everything, there's a gap, right, when it comes to our community. But I, I I do see more and more people talking about it, like just you know yes. talking about it. 
and it's yeah. like now, you know. And I have a niece that's into that a lot, and she, um, you know, we were talking one day, and she said that, yeah, everybody, even if you feel like you don't need to go, you need to try it at least once. Absolutely, <laughs> we were taught not to. We were taught not yeah. to. We were taught yeah, to we shut taught up to. and pray. It's true. Yeah, yeah. So, but you need all of that. You need the prayer. You need you need all of that. You know, with everything Absolutely. going on today. You need all of it. So, yeah, that's that's definitely amazing. I can see you doing great things in those spaces. And you know, I know you're a millennial. You know, shout out and, to the millennials. We making moves. Period. Yeah. Oops, making moves, and um, you know your your YouTube is amazing, and I, I just thank you. The beginning stages, the growth stages. So I'm just um, I'm just excited to see what God is actually going to do with it. Absolutely. So what, would, what would be your advice for single moms? You know, you come and you came up in the home as a you know single as a a child with a single mom. So just looking back and looking at now, where you are now, what you know, um, what would be your advice for single moms on raising kids and being patient? Absolutely. Um, that is an awesome question. Um, my advice that I would give to another single um, mom in dealing with your kids, one of the things that I appreciate my mom for is allowing me to be a part of different programs. Um, because, you know, my mom was going through and of, and of course it affects your kids, you know, when you're going through your kids are affected mm -hmm. by that. Right? right. And so even though it affected me, what I chose to do was I chose to, um, to be a part of, so I was in, like the robotics club. I, I was in mm -hmm. a, um, a paleontologist program. I was a dancer. I did this. I, I did so many things and my mom supported mm -hmm. me there, but she allowed me to, because that was an avenue for me to release, uh, you know what? It's an avenue for me to be able to uh, just kind of get away from home for a little bit and be involved in other activities because you it's, it was a good distraction. Um, so yeah. I would tell you to fit, even if you're going, even if you're a single mom and it's hard, try to figure out what resources um, that you mm. can get in your community because a lot of times people don't know what's out there because they don't, you know, we don't look for it. Mm. And it's so mm. many resources. Um, for um, kids these days, some, even virtual programs. It's so many, even mm -hmm. with the pandemic, with everything that's going on, I would say make sure you invest in your kid. And it don't mm -hmm. have to always be financially. It's so many free uh, programs out here um, that you can, you know, get your kid involved in. And I would tell you too, to get them in counseling. Because mm -hmm. if you are a single parent, the father's not there or the mother is not there. Mm -hmm. I don't care how you try to put it in his that affects that kid. I was mm -hmm. that kid. And mm -hmm. so regardless that my mom, my mom was there. Yes, she was, but it mm -hmm. definitely affected me not having my father, even though God, you know, blessed me. He sent men. that were father figures in my life and I'm so mm -hmm. grateful for them. Um, however, it still affected me. And so I would mm -hmm. encourage any single mom, if you can to see what resources are in your community, um, contact, you know, your, you know, whatever your local community centers are, contact them mm -hmm. and see what you can do to get your kid involved, to help them through this, these, first of all, during, especially with now with everything that's going on. Um, like my mm -hmm. mom said today, I am so grateful that I'm not raising kids during the pandemic. 
Mm. with everything that's going on. So things are even more intensified. Um, so mm. I would just encourage you moms um, to to invest in your kids as best as possible, figure out what resources, figure out what they want to do. You know, these kids sitting at home playing Fortnite, figure out what your kid want to do and try to mm -hmm. put them in them programs because that'll help you. Because what you can't do, somebody else can do and pour into them. Mm -hmm. Now you just had them on four because <laughs> um, when my kids were small, I found myself big boys club, YMCA. If they had a little boys club, they would have been in that too. But like you said, just seeking out what you can seek out help um, because there's something there's something there, but you have to seek out, you know. And I remember standing in some apartments at one time, and they had teachers that uh, this group of like three teachers that would come. Like I believe they came like twice a month, um, in in the you know the office area, mm. and I wow, that's amazing. And just when you listen to you hear that. And and I and I just want to let your your listeners know I am a prime example of it takes a village to raise a child. And when I say mm. that, I say that meaning that because my mom, even though she wasn't in the best space all the time growing up, but because mm -hmm. she allowed me to do so many things. To be honest with you guys, that's why mm. I am, and who I who who and whose mm. I am today. It's because I was in those programs. Mm -hmm. Those program, those mm -hmm. different things going on in college, it inspired me, which is why now, mm -hmm. you know, I even though I grew up in a single parent household, you would expect mm -hmm. me to be a statistic, but I'm not. Right. My mom had me at 16. My father's a drug mm -hmm. addict. Needless to say, mm -hmm. not saying I'm a perfect kid. Let's be clear in that church. <laughs> However, um, but those mentors and those resources in my community, mm -hmm. you know, even like, first of all, let's start with your school. Cause every, every kid going, hopefully everybody going to school, start with the counselor, mm -hmm. the school counselor. They have so many resources, but that helped me and it shaped me. And now I have a college degree. I have a YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. I'm an upcoming entrepreneur. Um, and I'm only mm -hmm. 31 with no kids. Mm -hmm. So it's, it, it helps. And I, I just want to, you know, wanted to say that I'm sorry, this is Trista, but I just wanted to say that. <laughs> So that they can see I'm a prime example of what it looks like when your kids are involved in other things, even though you are a single parent. Let somebody else help. Because one of the things, one of the things that um, in the culture of African-American culture, we don't want help. We don't want to ask. We we let our pride get in the way. You know, we feel like we can do it all by mm -hmm. ourselves. But no, Jesus had 12 disciples. <laughs> Hello. Hello. My God, he had 12 mm -hmm. disciples. So why do we think we don't need help, church? Let me get out. Yes, I'm done. Hey. And y'all didn't catch that. I'm sorry to my listeners. She said, Sister Trista, that's a, that's a church thing. <laughs> <laughs> Sister Trista, my God. Amen. Amen. And I was going to ask you because you brought up church, you know, what part does faith play in your life and your everyday decisions? What part does faith play in your life? Your faith. Faith. Gotcha. What part? Wow. <laughs> that is a good question. To be honest with you, um, my faith is shakes from time to time. I'm not going to lie. But I will tell you this. That was a huge part in my coming up. Um, being a part of the church community, that was a huge part because I danced in the church. I was very involved in my mm -hmm. church. Um, no matter what church I was, I was always pretty much very involved in it. I love church and I come from... Um, I mean, you could have, I probably was born in the church. Let's be clear. I've been in church pretty much um, all my life. Um, 
Mm-hmm. And it plays such a big part because my grandmother, um, God bless, I honor my grandparents, um, Elder John and Evangelist Keith, because they imparted a lot. I hung out with my grandparents a lot as a kid. Um, I went to church every Sunday because um, my mama, she saved now. But it was one point in time, y'all, where she wasn't saved. But we thank God for deliverance. Hello, church. It was one yeah. time. So that, in that season of her not, you know, um, you know who you know and see in that season where her faith was tested i'll say that that's what it really was in that season where her faith was tested um i, I was hanging out with my grandparents a lot and all the many bible studies you guys all the talks they poured so much into me uh, my grandmother really was the first person to tell me about the calling that's on my life um and even though i ain't walking in all the callings jesus but i'll say this those seeds that she planted then some of them are starting to manifest now and so all the Mm. the spiritual mothers and um all the spiritual fathers from the from the gospel and from from god they poured so much into me in so many different parts of my life i'm a i'm a firm believer in um in integrity so i try to make my decisions based off like okay the Bible says you reap what you sow. So if I sow this, I'm going to reap this, right? So my faith with God, honestly, I'm not saying I make all my decisions based off God, but some of the major stuff that I'm doing, I try to I try to seek wise counsel, honestly. Um, before I make any major decisions, I always seek wise counsel um, from God and from God's people. Um, and I just basically, of course, I was raised in a church. I've been in church all my life. Um, and literally, you know, that scripture talk about how, you know, raise up your child the way they should go. When they get older, they, want, they will not depart. And I can honestly say, like I said before, um, every seed that anybody has sown into my life, every seed that God just have sent, because it's God, really, that he has sent people to sow into my life, some of those seeds are starting to manifest right now. Um, and so my faith and God and how it plays in my everyday life, I literally take it one day at a time. I'm not perfect. I am still <laughs> working on my relationship with God and making better decisions. And I'm still in a place where I'm still learning who God really is in my life. And I'm just not really, the older I get, the more I understand scripture and what God means when he says certain things and why he said it and, and why we do have to do this and why we should live this way. I understand um, a lot more the older that I get, you know, in my, in this, you know, in this walk in my faith, I understand more about God. And um, I'm learning that without God, I am truly um, nothing for lack mm. of other words. I'm nothing without him and I can't do this without him. And I just told somebody today, I said, you know, um, I always knew that I was going to be somebody in the earth, but I knew the only way I was going to reap the benefits of what that came with was totally submission to God. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I always kind of knew that in the back of my mind that um, that's the only way that I can really go. And I'm realizing he's the only way that I'm going to make it in this life, you know, um, without him. I'm completely nothing. Nothing. Mm. So I hope I answered your question. Um, definitely. definitely. Yes. I hope I yeah, answered your question. question. Yeah. So definitely, basically, you're 
you're, um, and you can say that again, without him, we're nothing. Um, and you, uh, you're just basically walking out your soul salvation, you know, every day, because it's an everyday journey. Absolutely. You, know, you, never, you never arrive. And when you think you arrive, you flip the switch. So Baby, listen, <laughs> yeah. Linda. Okay. The script. He flips it. So absolutely. Every day walk. And it it's an amazing interview. I really enjoyed our time Likewise. together. So can you go ahead and let the audience know how they could contact you? How absolutely. And what you're doing, be a part of what you're doing. Absolutely. So you can follow me on all uh for the most part, all social media. Um, platforms I am um, my name is I am Tanya James it's the I am for me y'all I am Tanya James um, you can type that pretty much on Twitter on um, Instagram Facebook and, and I will pop up I am Tanya James my YouTube channel is I am Tanya James it's spaced out um, on Instagram it's just one whole entire sentence I am Tanya James you can follow me on um uh, Make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel. I am Tanya James. Uh, my content is based off beauty, interviews, pranks, and daily vlogs or vlogs. Um, and also, too, just some upcoming things that I have coming up. Um, I will be dropping a t-shirt line soon. Um, I have some other things that's coming up that I really can't discuss. Uh, also, mm -hmm. too, um, be expecting um, my uh, next video that's going to drop Friday. I took a break. Uh, we all need to take breaks. We all need to take mental health breaks. <laughs> Sometimes okay. I took me a break on my YouTube channel. And just be expecting some great things coming um, into fruition for me. Um, just stay tuned. Stick with me. It's your girl, the one and only. I am Tanya James. Thank you so much for this opportunity and this interview. It was well. I really enjoyed it. And I enjoyed um, just the concept of what you're doing. I support you. Um, I'm sending a gap and praying for you. And I'm looking forward to you being a world-renowned uh, speaker and advocate for single mothers. And so I'm excited for what's to happen to you and what's, what's getting ready to happen in your life as well. And thank you so much for the invite. Well, I definitely received that. Y'all see that? Minister, minister, minister. <laughs> so go ahead and get connected. Go over to I Am Tanya James, the YouTube, social medias, and follow her as she grows. Um, grow together with her and get connected and be motivated and also be blessed. And also she would definitely keep you laughing again. Um, Tanya James, thank you so much for gracing us with your presence and Absolutely. continue to be blessed. And you have a blessed day and thank you for um, attending and being a part of keeping your sanity while single parenting. Have a great day. Be blessed. Hey, have you heard about the Anchor podcast? It's free. There are several tools you can use to create your podcast. You know, they have the music tools and the intro tools that you can drop directly into your podcast from your phone or from your computer. Anchor will then distribute um, your podcast for you to be heard on different platforms like Spotify, Apple, and many other platforms. 
you can make money from your podcast with no minimal listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or you can go to the anchor.fm to get started. Get started today. You won't regret it. Thank you for joining us again. We hope you were inspired, encouraged, and empowered to trust God in the process from A to Z as you navigate this thing we call single parenthood. Be blessed.